Welcome to the From Daily Podcast, where I give you a little bit of Eric From and some encouragement for your personal growth journey every day. I'm your host, Lacey Delane, and I am super happy to have you for another episode of From Daily. Welcome. Glad to have you here. We have been talking this week about boredom and its roots, how it affects our lives. And today we are going to talk more about one of the results of boredom that Frome describes, destruction. I'll be reading briefly from Rainer Funk's The Essential Frome and FromeOnline.org. And then I'm going to share with you another mantra that brings me peace in times when I'm anxious. I even use it this morning. All right, so Frome says, destructiveness as a compensation of boredom is a typical manifestation of the having mode of existence. Creativity, on the other hand, is a typical, is typical, excuse me, for the being mode of existence. Both destructiveness and creativity are possible answers to the need for transcendence. I spoke a little bit about this yesterday um, because Fromm writes about the need to transcend and the two answers to that need to transcend um, in the book, The Sane Society. And so I spoke a little bit about that on the um, episode yesterday. If you are interested in this topic, you can hear a little bit more on yesterday's Um, episode. So he says, both destructiveness and creativity are possible answers to the need for transcendence. We want to transcend our creatureliness, our creature nature, and we can do it in two ways. From is, this is from, we can create life. Women can do it anyway by nature. Men can't do it that way. So they do it by ideas or all sorts of things. We can transcend life by creation. But creation is difficult in many ways. And if we cannot transcend life by creation, we can transcend life by destruction. Destroying life is just as much transcending it as creating it. Destructiveness is, so to speak, a secondary potentiality in man. If we cannot cope with life by creating or if we cannot transcend life by creating, we try to transcend it by destroying. And in the act of destruction, we make ourselves superior to life. That was from from Man in Society. Um, I think this is a super interesting theme. Um, I think if we take a look at how much destruction we see um, commonly in our society now, I think it might be an an accurate inference to draw or assumption to make um, that there are many people who are not able to transcend or fulfill the need to transcend by means of creativity because we see a lot of destruction. Um, I think a little bit about how many people that I know, many adults, spend their time. Um, And I don't know many who have hobbies in which, well, who have hobbies in in the first place, but who have hobbies in which they are creative. Now, obviously there are definitely people who do that, but I think 
generally speaking, the dominant uh, profile of a person in Western society is that they work, they come home, they make dinner, and they are on like survival mode trying to just get through every single thing that they have to get through that day. And time to do something creative, time to express who they are in an inner, from the inside of who they are, is limited and is, um, and, and beyond the limited time, it's not as valued. It's not something that's valued. Um, and I would argue it's something that the systems in our modern culture have um, really just beaten out of us. Beating, beaten is a strong word, but the systems have not cultivated this creativity within us. It's actually done the opposite. It's made us to be people who follow orders and and worry more about what other people say and what other people think. And so um, I think the amount of destructiveness that we see on a societal level points to how much we aren't living from the being mode of existence and how much we aren't able to be in touch with ourselves in a way that we can be creative, which I think is one of the most important um, things that we can do as human beings. It's one of the most fulfilling things that we can do as human beings is be creative, be in touch with ourselves, and have experiences. Okay, so from also says... Um, the capacity for the attraction to death is one which is given in any human being if he fails in the development of what I would call his primary potentiality, namely to be related to life as something which is interesting, something which is joyful, or to develop his powers of love and reason. If all of these things remain incomplete, then man is prone to develop another form of relatedness, that of destroying life. By doing this, he also transcends life because it is as much of a transcendence to destroy life as it is to create it. So there's some overlap here in the attraction to death. Um, we talked a little bit about yesterday as well, necrophilia. Um, and Fromm says that, of course, this word, like I mentioned yesterday, um, actually means love of the dead. It's customarily used to denote a sexual perversion. Um, but for the pur purposes of um, the characterological sense, it is described as the passionate attraction to all that is dead, decaying, putrid, stickly, sickly. And it's this passion to transform things that are alive into things that are unalive um, and just even to destroy just for the sake of destruction. Um, so this boredom, destructiveness, necrophilia, um, obsession with the things that are the opposite of life and growth, they all have a relationship. They all have a connection together. And Frome was very... Um, adamant, I think, about 
highlighting this, about revealing this. Um, and I think it's quite interesting and accurate to reveal that we are very obsessed in our popular modern culture, modern society with things that just aren't living, with me the mechanical, with the unalive, um, with destruction. I mean, look at when you scroll on social media, the things that get the most views and likes are just, you know, most of the time they're dramatic, they're not intellectual, they're not engaging on a on a intellectual level and they're a lot of times they're destruction they're destructive they're like people you know doing crazy stuff jumping off bridges or crashing cars or a shootout or you know the police that are do in a standoff or what have you so I do think um there's a lot here and again these things were written by from in the 60s and the 70s and incredible how relevant they are to today. Okay, so I get to encourage you now, yay. Today, uh, well, as you know, this week we've been talking about mantras um, that have been helpful to me in my life. And today I wanna encourage you with one of the mantras that has helped me in my personal growth journey. Um, Monday, we talked about trust in the process. Tuesday, we talked about trusting yourself and your instinct. Um, today, I will share one of the most powerful mantras I hold on to when I am feeling unsettled. And Friday, I want to share the one that has been the absolute most impactful to my life. The one that I'm sharing with you today is everything is unfolding perfectly. Everything is unfolding perfectly. And I'll tell you that even this morning, I was saying this mantra to myself um, and to Mo um, over some circumstances that we are facing right now. So I'm holding on to these. I'm using them, people. Come and use them along with me if it seems good to you. So everything is unfolding perfect perfectly reflects a trust in the process and a trust in myself for sure but it is more succinct in going straight to the fear that arises when we're feeling insecure about our life circumstances i like to take this phrase in those moments and remind myself that as i believe the universe or circumstances are working out on my behalf and i can rest and breathe knowing that circumstances, regardless of what they look like to me in the moment, at the end will come out with a fruitful purpose and in a manner that causes growth for me. Growth for me, I'd say, is my number one goal in life. And so even if painful sometimes, the challenge is worth it if I know it's unto growth. Now, when I say everything is unfolding perfectly, perfectly doesn't mean easily. It doesn't mean fun. It doesn't mean like I'd plan it, like I would have it if I was in control, but it means unto something that is ultimately for my benefit. When I was awaiting, knowing if I would be accepted into the program here in Spain, I remember I painted a watercolor painting that simply said, Spain in the perfect time. Uh, 
And I set out to accept whatever circumstances the universe brought to me with regards to Spain and the timing. I trusted the process, believing that the timing would impact where I would land and I would land exactly where I needed to be. And now I'm so glad to be right where I am. I mean, I'm, I'm in, amazed at how really, really fitting this town is for who we are as a couple, what we were looking for, the cost of living, the pace of life, the layout of the town is really nice for us. Um, things are accessible without a car. That's pretty common in Europe, but not in every single town it, are things kind of laid out the way they are here. It takes no more than 10 minutes to walk across 15 max to go from one side of town to the other. It's close to the mountains. I mean, there's some great connections that we've made with people already. And there's just, there's just uh, nowhere, no way else I would ever, rather have it. And so I'm so glad to be right where we are right now. And I'm again holding on to this mantra right now. Um, like I said, this morning I was holding on to this mantra as Mo is seeking work um, either online or here in Spain. And so I want to invite you to give this mantra a try. Uh, come alongside me in exercising this muscle of trusting that everything is working out perfectly as you continue forward on your personal growth journey. For now, I'll say goodbye. If you want more From content, check out FromDaily.com. That's From with two M's, F-R-O-M-M-D-A-I-L-Y dot C-O-M. To access our Friday episodes, become a paid subscriber of the From Daily Substack. Paid subscribers have access to our weekly personal growth support group, hosted by yours truly, Fridays at 10 a.m., Eastern Time Live. Weekly Substack chats Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern are open to free and paid subscribers alike. Let's see each other there. I hope your day brings you lots of new experiences from which to learn and grow and you find the value in them. And regardless of where you are in your journey, I'm proud of you. You're in the process of growth and that's what counts. Yeah, I'm Lacey Delane signing off. See you next time on the From Daily Podcast.